It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Monitoring of third parties. How can data analytics be used for continuous improvement where the primary sales force used by a company is third parties? A clear majority of FCPA and related enforcement actions have come from the use of third parties. While sham contracting has lessened in recent years, there are related data analysis that can be performed to ascertain whether a third party is likely performing legitimate or indeed illegitimate services for your company. There are several more analytics that can be run to identify suspicious third parties, and some of the simplest can be to look for duplicate payments or erroneous payments, all of which can lead to continuous improvement. Here we focus on the question posed by the 2019 guidance, how does a company monitor its third parties? A key to moving from detection to prevention to continuous improvement is the frequency of review. It is common for organizations to periodically review a year or more of accounts payable invoices at one time for errors or overpayments. Changing this from a one-time annual or biennial event to something that is done daily or weekly dramatically improves the value of such controls. This more frequent preventative analysis is integral to the foundation of third-party risk management. While many companies perform periodic look-back audits, ongoing monitoring also works to accomplish the same queries on a daily or weekly basis. This allows organizations to find duplicate payments or overpayments after the invoice has been approved but prior to its disbursement. So instead of detecting some payment error in three or six months after it's made, you prevent the money from leaving the company altogether. Duplicate invoices are our favorite mechanism of fraudsters. Consider the following scenario where invoice ABC-13 was paid for $10,597.95. 30 days later, the vendor resubmitted the same invoice due to non-payment, but it was recorded by the payor organization without the hyphen between the ABC and 13 and the invoice number. Consequently, it was not detected by the system of payable controls. The problem is the second invoice has a slightly different writing on its face, but it was for the same services and hence a duplicate invoice. On the company side, both invoices were scanned into the company's imaging system and queued for payment. Data analysis can locate such overpayments and identify a potential second payment, which should not be made because it is a match of the one previously approved. Another analysis which a compliance practitioner could use is to compare vendor names and other identifying information, for example, address, country, data, from a watch list such as politically exposed persons or specifically designated nationals to name 
to names and other identifying information in your vendor file. An inquiry could also be used to test in other ways, such as, such as if a vendor has the same surname as a vendor on the specifically designated national terrorist list or a PEP. Now suppose they share the same name as an elected official down in Brazil. How do you make sure that the vendor or broker is a different John Doe than the John Doe that is a PEP in Brazil? It is only upon closer inspection that you can determine the middle names are different and the ages are different. One has an address in Brasilia, the other is in Sao Paulo. Without further inspection, including demographic information about your vendors, consultants, or third parties, and then comparing them to individual watch lists, such red flags are present but not cleared. That is what data analytics is designed to do to help you go from tens of thousands of maybes to very small number of potential issues which can be reached, researched individually. One of the important functions in any best practices compliance program is not only follow the money, but try to spot where the pots of money could be created to pay bribes. Through the comparison of invoices for similar items among similar vendors, data analytics can uncover overcharges and fraudulent billings. Continual transaction monitoring and data analysis can prove its worth through a more frequent review as individuals tend to perform better when they know they are being monitored. The techniques used in transaction monitoring for suspicious invoices can be easily translated into data analysis for anti-corruption purposes. Software allows a very large aggregation of suspicious payments, not only by day or by month, but also by vendor or even by employee who may have keyed the system's invoices into your system. As these suspicious invoices begin to cluster by market, business unit, or person, a pattern forms, which can be the basis of an additional inquiry. That is the value of analytics. Analytics allows a compliance practitioner to sort, then resort, combine, and aggregate, aggregate so that patterns can be more fully investigated. The final concept of finding patterns that can be discerned through aggravation of, aggregation of huge amounts of transactions is the next step for the compliance function. Yet data analysis does far more than simply allow you to follow the money and can be a part of your third-party ongoing monitoring as well by allowing you to partner the information on third parties who might come into your company where there is no proper compliance vetting. The opportunity for continuous improvement through a feedback loop is obvious and a clear step that you should take going forward. What are today's three key takeaways? Number one, Always remember to follow the money to see where a pot of money could be created to fund a bribe. Two, transaction monitoring techniques around fraud monitoring translate to data analysis for compliance. And three, do not forget to check names against known politically exposed persons and specially designated national lists for the vendors in your supply chain. This can be a fertile ground for uh, further development. If a red flag appears, it needs to be cleared. So this is something that uh, you can certainly take care of internally in your compliance regime. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow where we take up another topic in continuous improvement of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. As a call to action, I would ask that you tell one of your colleagues about this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance, 31 days to a more effective compliance program, and this month's topic of continuous monitoring. 31 days to a more effective compliance program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network, and this month's sponsor is Affiliated Monitors. 
I hope you'll join me again tomorrow for another episode in 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.